Okay, so Kylie, you and me, we, we talk about self-defense mm-hmm. all the time. All the time. But usually we have Brian here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of the, the resident expert founder, you know, of impact defense and impact martial arts and all of that jazz. Yep. You know, and he takes a real interest in all of that stuff. But, you know, sometimes it can take up a ton of space in his mind. Mm-hmm. So, um, why don't we ask the woman behind the man <laughs> what it's like to be married to someone who always has self-defense on his mind? <laughs> Hello, Mom. Welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are dedicated to giving you the information that you need to help keep you safe. Now let's join our hosts, Brian, Jada, and Kylie. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Julie. <laughs> oh, what an intro. Uh, <laughs> oh, what okay. is it like, you say? <laughs> Hang on just a second. All right. Kylie, go ahead and hit us off with an ad. If you're looking to find some awesome t-shirts, go ahead and go over to faithandfreedomclothing.com. There you can find... Like I said, T-shirts, and if you use the coupon code Impact Defense, it gets you fifteen percent off of anything that you purchase. And now, time for the news portion of your podcast with your host, me. So this one comes to us from Houston, Texas. A fifty-nine-year-old concealed carry holder is happy to have made the decision to carry at work because it likely saved his life. So a 27-year-old man walked into a business and asked the associates about the 59-year-old man's whereabouts. Um, The police said that the 59-year-old man was outside on a work break when he and the 27-year-old got into an argument. Police say that the 27-year-old pulled out a gun during the fight. Then the 59-year-old man told the investigators that he pulled out the gun he owned and shot the man in self-defense. The man who was shot crashed his vehicle in an attempt to flee, but then fled the scene on foot. Later, the officers found him in the area, and paramedics took him to a nearby hospital. The 59-year-old is not predicted to be facing any charges, but he is definitely glad that he was carrying that thing. All right, Julie. So before we get into, like, the full meat of just what it's like to be married to him, um, the very start of it. Now, he wasn't even into martial arts until after you guys got married. Is That's that correct? correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what was it like? What, were, what was your thought process when he brought up that he wanted to start doing martial arts? That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> We've been married longer than you've been alive, so. (laughs) That you have. So, and my memory isn't always the best, but uh, I don't, um, I don't think I tried to stop him or anything. (laughs) What is the difference in Brian as a person since before and then after starting the whole journey of martial arts, self-defense, all that jazz? I would say he is one of the most alert people most of the time that you'll ever meet. Um, Always taking in things, um, noticing things that most of the time I don't pick up on, which I'm thankful for. Um, Did you remember what the question was? (laughs) So, 
The question was, what was he like before, and then what has changed after he took martial okay. arts? So he is much more alert now. Um, I don't know. The deepest part of him is still the same, I'd say. It's just a few attributes are a little stronger, I think, now than what they were. He's always been very protective and, and stuff like that. Now, <clears throat> how quickly did he go from, I just want to do martial arts, to it is now a major center in his life? Like, how did that change your family dynamic? What overall effect has it had on the relationship? Things like that. Okay. Well, first of all, I, I would say it was kind of a snowball effect because his his uh, his teacher, one of our great friends, um, he decided to be a pastor. <laughs> yeah. Or I think that was when. I could be getting that wrong. But he, he was going to give up the karate aspect. And in order to continue <laughs> progressing, uh, Brian was at, I think, brown belt level at that, that point. So he could teach. And in order to continue, he basically took it on. So he pretty much took over the school for his instructor as a brown belt. I believe so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how much time did that take up? And he was still working at a store? Yeah, well, it it wasn't obviously the business it is today. Um, it has had, it's been structured many different ways. It went through a time of being just a hobby. It went through a time just being a basic mission where people just donated. It's, you know, it's taken a lot to get to where it is today and it is constant learning learning on the business level learning on the um, martial arts level and the self-defense level it's a continual process so anybody who's around brian or even like sees any of his speaking terms what you can't be around brian without realizing that he's on a constant um, search for the next level of whatever he's doing or whatever he's interested in. It's like he learns one thing and there has to be a step up from that and he has to reach that step up or he feels stagnant. So after I guess taking over the school for his instructor as a brown belt, was that next step up when he started doing MMA? No. And how did you feel when he started doing <laughs> MMA? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say that martial arts, self-defense, totally different ball game from MMA, in my opinion. That's just my opinion, and I'm entitled to it. Uh, <laughs> I was not a fan, and that's putting it mildly, of the whole MMA phase. <laughs> um, and you're happy you're out of that phase. Yes, although sometimes it's still lingers in him rears its head at times uh but anyway <laughs> yes mma is very i'm sure it has its place <laughs> i just don't want its place to be in my life and in my world <laughs> it is very rigorous training schedule it's a very rigorous dieting 
schedule. And, and, and I'm sure that didn't have its greatest effect on Brian's mood whenever he oh, was in that time. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it is a great... Mm, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it... When people are hungry, they're no fun to be around. The term hangry came about for a reason. And Brian's the one who brought that reason about right now. <laughs> no, no. But uh, it is very rigorous. And, you know, like I said, it, it serves a purpose, just not in my world. <laughs> not in the world that she wants to live in. <laughs> now, he said you didn't really come to his no, fights. No, no. <laughs> we had a young child at that time. That was just part uh, of it. Um, that was just part of it, and I think it was probably the best decision I made, and I think he appreciated it, to not be there. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, mind you, I always knew what was going on. I had my spies who were reporting to me constantly, so I w- it was like I was there without being there. You just didn't have to see him getting I didn't the have to be around the... Uh, I, you know, they say actors have to get into a mindset and everything. Fighters are a lot like that. You you have to go to a place that, quite honestly, it's not pretty. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it's just best sometimes to not be around certain people. Like, you know, his parents never went either. I mean, honestly, that is understandable. Uh for totally, I'm sure, almost different reasons. Uh, but, but, yeah, it it has been proven. We have time-tested this and tried it. I have watched him spar and, and regretted it, and he regretted it. So <laughs> it's just best. I can watch him do kata all day long, and we get along fine. It doesn't now, he involve gets, punching people. Right. He, he gets mad at himself, and I see that, and I know what's going on. But that's a whole lot better than watching quote-unquote, controlled fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I can speak from personal experience. Whenever I first met Brian, um, it was a time when you weren't at the school quite as much because the year I started was right around when you guys had that wreck, um, which we're not going to go into, uh, but... So you weren't around quite as much. So I just really met Brian because he was my instructor. I, I started in martial arts. He was my instructor in martial arts, and he still is. But that's how I got started. And so being around Brian, you get this mental picture of a person on first meeting them and being around them, you know. And then you find out that they're married. And then you get a mental image before you meet the person that they're married to <laughs> on what they must be like to be able to... Um, I don't want to say put up with, but put up with, <laughs> put up with a certain kind of person. And so in my head, I'm going, who is this dude's wife? <laughs> what is she like? You know? And so I'm starting to build this mental picture, and then I meet Julie, and she's like this wonderful flower of a person <laughs> that you would never expect to be with someone who fought MMA. <laughs> and so it, it, it was very interesting for me getting to know you after getting to know Brian and then seeing how that relationships work because it's different. 
it works so well, but you never expect it. Like it, you, you never see your guys' relationship coming. <laughs> <laughs> Waffles and spaghetti. I think. Was, I think that was a hook, and, and people were like, "That's y'all." <laughs> oh gosh. But it, it has been really interesting getting to know you guys individually and you guys as a couple. And so I guess that brings about the next stage of your life because we just talked about MMA. You didn't really spend much time around Brian when it was dealing with MMA. And there was a whole lot of relief when he stopped doing MMA. Yeah. But when it, came to the, when it comes to his next stage, which is his self-defense journey and really getting into reality-based self-defense, there was a whole lot more... Uh, encouragement from you in that area like you start to see you getting excited in that area of his life when he Mm -hmm. starts working on the self-defense and he's constantly saying yeah Julie brought to my attention that we need to work on this area or learn more about this area of Mm self-defense and so that's where you start to see you getting on the uptake of I can get behind this one (laughs) (laughs) it's like you just leave that MMA behind and we're gonna move on to the reality based (laughs) self-defense so what was that change like when the focus shifted from just being really into that martial arts area to now learning about the reality-based self-defense. And how did that bring it more together for you instead of you both doing your very separate <laughs> yeah, separate hobbies? <laughs> well, I think the self-defense training portion better goes with the martial arts aspect, not the MMA so much. I think I think the martial arts and the self-defense are a good marriage. I really do. And and you can pretty much travel from one of those areas to the other and gain knowledge very easily. So, uh, and, it, and it's something everybody needs. You don't have to be a martial artist to need self-defense training. No, because you're very much not a martial yes. artist. Yes, unless you, you count she, osmosis. She, yes. She's the lady up front. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, if you watch something for over 20 years, and I mean watch it, and, and you're around it a lot, then you pick up some of it. Like, I don't know the katas, but I can basically tell you when somebody is doing it wrong. <laughs> because I'm like, mm, not quite right. <laughs> or, where's the kia? You learn things kia. without putting it into practice. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you are not a martial artist in any way, but you are in the martial arts world mm-hmm. by osmosis, as you would say. Uh, for you, self-defense better marries the martial arts world because for you it's real-world application. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because MMA is closer to a real fight than, um, than just sparring in the martial mm-hmm. arts world. She still doesn't like to watch sparring, right. though, either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like watching that, either. But it's still not the real world. And you're very real-world focused. Like, mm-hmm. this is what... Um, this is what applies to everyday life. And you'll put that into practice. You're just not so much on the strict martial arts world. Mm-hmm. Martial arts means the art of fighting, you know. Mm-hmm. And everybody has their different art of fighting. 
Some people prefer mixed martial arts, lots of different arts of fighting, and Julie would prefer just no practical every day. This is how to keep people safe. Mm -hmm. Okay. One thing that you learn about Julie from being around her is that she is very people focused. She wants the people to get what they need to be safe and to grow as a person, but she's not as much focused on um, the strict martial arts area of that. When people come into class, me and Brian, as the instructors, our goal is to make sure that the kids or whoever is in the class at that point gets what they need to progress in the martial arts world, in the self-defense world, the, you know, grappling, <laughs> all of that. Julie is just there to make sure that everyone is getting the full atmospheric effect of this business. To make sure we stay together as a business family. Make sure everyone who walks in that door gets what they need information-wise and gets to know our goals as a business. And so I guess self-defense just really goes with your values in the first place, which is why you would see that marriage between martial arts and self-defense. Okay, so moving on to about 2020. Okay, 2020 is where a big uptake in our self-defense world hit. Like, struck like a bullet, and we are on now. We're, we're doing NRA stuff, learning about rifle stuff. He's starting to take pistol and rifle instructor classes, um, concealed carry instructor classes, um, getting more information in the reality-based self-defense world, all of it's taking an upturn, and so now that's occupying a lot of his time. What I'm asking is, where do you fit into that? <laughs> where have you been the last three years? I've been here. <laughs> we, we discussed it before he got really deep into it, and, and it was a direction I could see we needed to take. Because you've got to keep learning. You, you've just got to. Never stop learning. And, and he is one of the best teachers I know of. And he doesn't think so, but I do. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so it, it's, been, it's been, you know, fun. But it's hard to watch him because he had to spend time away. He had to spend lot of money (laughs) (laughs) all this stuff to try to get to where he needed to be to be able to conduct courses in the manner that he prefers he's he's very much so a I want it if I'm going to do it I'm going to do it this way and it's going to be handled well and and he wants people to tell him, hey, you need to do something a little bit different here, or wow, that really worked, and, and all this stuff. He feeds off that. That helps things improve. Brian always says that he doesn't want to just, um, he doesn't want to just bullcrap it. You know, he, <laughs> he, wa- he wants to get people the best information he possibly can to keep people as safe as possible. He's a perfectionist in so many areas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that can get to be a little overwhelming. <laughs> Or a lot overwhelming. <laughs> so when it comes to that perfectionism and the just oh, and the just diving straight in and getting down as far deep as he can into something, that takes up a lot of brain space. Okay. Now I'm sure we have women listeners or 
um, family members of people who are kind of that way, where they dive straight into something. And this is by no means a marriage podcast. But I think it really could help to hear from you how you handle when he's so deep into the these are all of the things I have to find out about and know and perfect it it could be helpful for people to hear how you handle that or sometimes not well (laughs) (laughs) but um I think it's important because I can tell usually not always when he, he's diving down like way deep into something and I need to get the net and try to bring him back up. <laughs> and, and so that's what I try to do. It works sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Um, because sometimes I have to go, you've got this, you know. Because, you mean, if, you, if you're teaching a seminar, you have X amount of time. You can only cover so much in X amount of time. And... Sometimes you have to decide what's the most important thing. So if these people are coming here for this, what's the most important thing that I want them to leave with? And and that's true with classes because I would say the most important thing with us, you know, is we want people to leave, yes, knowing, you know, how to protect themselves. But we also want them to know how to be kind. We also want them to know, you know, confidence and stuff like that so it's not all self-defense that's all we teach (laughs) no (laughs) sometimes that's just a side product of what we teach just life skills yes in the first place is how to handle life with confidence yes yes um and i'm gonna be honest for me and i believe also for brian as well sometimes our just normal life skills falls behind when it comes to like (laughs) when we're learning about something our regular life skills taking care of ourselves (laughs) sometimes falls behind a little bit because we're so distracted it's almost like we can't even think about pouring coffee when we have this amount of stuff to do you know And that is something I feel like Brian has had going on a lot in the past three years because so much learning has taken place in the last three years. We're working on restructuring a lot of the systems and the business, and there's a whole lot going on, not to mention just stuff inside of your family, like difficult things happening, one thing after another for you guys for the past. And we're not alone. The last three years have been hard for a lot of people. If you know a small business owner, check on them. <laughs> Seriously, check on them. Check on them, check on their wife, check on their yeah. child. <laughs> yeah, it, it's because, and I mean, there have been some businesses that have thrived during this period of time. Zoom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and some of those businesses have a little bit of guilt. Because we've, we've talked with somebody, and they actually, they felt bad that their business was doing good because they knew we were having to fight to just keep it going. And, and, and it's still a fight, in case you were wondering. Uh, so, but, hey, we're still swinging. So it has, it has been a rough three years. Um, we are very thankful for our impact family because we have had people that have been able to step up and keep things going so we could be where we absolutely needed to be when we needed to be there. Mm -hmm. 
and, and that's a gift we don't take for granted because we, we, we have a business, yes, but it is also, we try to make it an environment where you feel like family, you feel like friends, and you feel like you, you know, if you have an issue, you have a problem, we try to help. We're, we're trying to figure out ways to do more of that because we feel like we don't quite do enough of that. We do a can drive at Christmas, and honestly, if the past three years have taught us anything, it's that we need to do that more because these resource centers and, and stuff, they're struggling too because everybody's had to dig deep to keep going. And, and your, your places like that depend on others. And so, and it, it's been really nice to see our students come in and, and bring in a bunch of stuff and, and we know we're giving that to somebody else. That's, that's, that's just great. Okay, so I think we can confidently do probably a closing question. What do you have to say to the other brands out there? You know? <laughs> the ones who are trying to juggle all of the things that they're learning about, you know, trying to be a protector and a provider for their family, but also having XYZ other things going on that they're trying to put all of it together. What advice do you have other than just slow down and breathe for a minute <laughs> it can be actually it can be that <laughs> yeah I think we all need to remember um, because the past three three years I think there's been almost this idea that of isolation and I don't think that's a good thing I think everybody needs to know they're not alone everybody needs to be willing to say hey I need some help can can you maybe do this or what do you think about that everybody needs somebody because we all need each other all right well thank you julie so much for being on the podcast and uh, i'm sure brian is going to be unbelievably uncomfortable that this entire thing has just been about what it's like being married <laughs> and oh my gosh what are they saying downstairs you know <laughs> <laughs> Or, oh no, everyone's going to hear what my wife thinks of me. <laughs> this was his idea, just so you know. <laughs> just, actually, the only part of this that was his idea was just us three down here recording a podcast. It being about him was not necessarily <laughs> his idea. <laughs> but, um, I mean, what other situation do we have where we get to be alone with Julie downstairs and ask her a bunch of questions about Brian and, and him not be here? <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for answering the questions. And uh, just keep doing what you're doing. And I guess everybody remember that you're not alone. And there have been hard things this past three years for everybody. And to other Brian's and Julie's in the world, just give yourself some time to be together and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to write comments, leave us a review, rate us in Apple Podcasts. Um, or whatever streaming service that you use. Um, it really helps us out whenever you leave us a rating and write reviews. So make sure to leave those. And check and us out at impactdefense.online. Yes. Check us out at impactdefense.online. Stay safe, sailor, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Impact Defense Podcast. If you would like to learn more about how to keep yourself safe, check out the articles, videos, courses, and seminars at www.impactdefense.online. We also do training for security teams, churches, businesses, groups, and more. Stay sharp.
Stay focused and train hard. 